In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. As parents, we all know how important it is to have good conversations with our kids, especially about the big things in life. If you've wondered how to get started, let me recommend Between Us Guys by Joel Fitzpatrick. It's a great conversation guide for dads and sons. And for moms and daughters, check out Between Us Girls by Trish Donahue. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today, I'm thrilled to welcome Gloria Furman. Gloria is a wife, mother of four, cross-cultural worker, editor, and writer. In 2008, her family moved to the Middle East to plant Redeemer Church of Dubai, where her husband, Dave, serves as the pastor. Gloria is also an author of numbers of books, including Glimpses of Grace, Treasuring the Gospel in Your Home, Treasuring Christ When Your Hands Are Full, that's Gospel Meditations for Busy Moms, Missional Motherhood, and Alive in Him. You can read more at her blog, GloriaFerman.com. Gloria, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. Well, thanks for making the time. What verse do you have for us today? Psalm 94, verse 19. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. So if you were to put that verse in your words, what would that sound like? Yeah, when when all my anxious thoughts are multiplying, it's God's word that makes me happy. So how did this verse become important to you? I'm sure you have a busy life. I'm sure you have many of those cares that this verse talks about. Could you bring us into how the Lord has used this verse in your life? Yes, I memorized this verse with a friend of mine named Jeannie uh, in 2000. Hmm. Uh, We were on a trip to South Korea. And we were teaching kids English and sharing the good news with them. And it was a rough trip. Everything Mm. that could go wrong was going wrong. And we picked this verse together and wanted it to just be our anchor in all of those hard times in South Korea. uh, We would memorize it and then speak it back to each other and then remind each other over meals and in desperate moments too. And just say Psalm 94, 19. Mm. And then... um, Yeah, it's been kind of a a friendship rallying cry. So anytime Mm. I see Jeannie, it's been years now. We say this out loud. It's still still memorized. So I'm going to read it again so we can have it fixed in our minds. It's Psalm 94, verse 19. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. It says, when I am filled with cares, your comfort brings me joy. How have you found that meditating on this verse helps you in those difficult times that his comfort does bring you joy? How does that work? Yeah. Oh, it's so easy to meditate on all of your temporary changing circumstances, Hmm. on all the things that are going wrong. It's so easy to just fix your mind on those things. Um, This is going wrong and that's going wrong. And then all of a sudden you are only looking at your temporary circumstances and Hmm. you've forgotten to look at God. So this verse, remembering this, that it's God's comfort that's going to make me happy is such a great reminder because it's so easy to look at what's right in front of you, what's going wrong, but God is always doing right. Wow, that's a great reminder. So if you were sitting down with your kids and you were talking through this verse with them, how would you do that? What would that sound like? What kind of applications would you make? Yeah, yeah. 
so I've done this. Um, listening first, listen to the cares that are on their heart and say, those are valid concerns. Those are valid cares. I'm not negating um, what you've said. Those are concerning things. But listen, um, we're standing on a rock and the rock is Christ and he's not going to move. So let's talk about all the things about God that never change, which is everything. <laughs> God never changes. So we can start talking about God's character. And then when you look at your circumstances through the lens of God's character, it makes everything come into perspective. You've already mentioned several things about God that we can pull out of this verse. What other things can we learn about what God is like through this verse? Through this verse, he's consistent. He's faithful. The fancy word for that is steadfast. He stands hmm. fast. He doesn't move. So all of those circumstances will change and can change, and God can change them. He really can, and He does. But instead of fixing ourselves on those things, looking at God who doesn't change is the one thing that can correct our perspective. Looking at God's eternality, that He doesn't change now, and He never has, and He never will. Those thoughts are the ones that ground us. So throughout eternity, you said eternality. So from the very beginning, which in God, there was no beginning. He always has been and he always will be into the future. Right. So for that extent, that eternal extent, God never changes, including right. in our circumstances right now. Absolutely. So Gloria, what kind of lies does our heart tell us in these kind of situations? Where, where do we tend to go instead of immediately Psalm 94, 19, and that when we face cares, we should find God to be our comfort and our joy? Where do we normally go? Oh, for myself, normally I will look at the temporary circumstance and think I see that it's so big. It is overwhelming that there's no way. <laughs> um, and part of that is Part of that's truth. So there's part truth in there. All these cares are too big for me. My cares are too great. But God, God is greater than my heart. He's God. Mm. He's greater than all of the circumstances that he brings into my life. And they're all meant to point my eyes back to him. So my heart jumps right away to, oh, this is too much. It's too much. And I, it's staring me down like a big giant. Mm. And then all I can see is the giant. That is, that is the first place I go. A friend of mine, the first place she goes is to the worst case scenario. So yes. we've talked about this before. Like if she, you know, if her nose is itching, then she thinks maybe I have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the worst case scenario. Um, yeah. And the, that's the first place the human heart will go to. It's, it's too big. It's too much. And this is the worst. This is the absolute worst. Mm. Um, but God brings us the comfort that we need. Yeah, and no matter what happens, so even if the worst is death, right, we die. Right. We belong to the Lord. It's like the Heidelberg Catechism question number one. What, uh, what is your only part hope? Of that answer. <laughs> That's right. And what is my only hope and comfort in life and death? Yeah. That I am not my own, but belong body and soul to my Savior, Jesus Christ. At least that's my paraphrase of the first part of it. Right. And it is a comfort. I remember growing up, we watched some movie on television that talked about nuclear war. I was probably 10 years old. And I remember afterwards, my dad saying, you know, if this happened, we would gather together and we would hold hands and we would pray. You know, we yes. belong to the Lord and it's worst case scenario. And the Lord is there even in that. So if we dialed it down to something less than worst case scenario. So here's, here's a 10 year old and they, they're feeling pressure in their life or they're frustrated or they're sad or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. What's the next step? So when they think about this verse, maybe they open their Bible and they read it, then what? Mm -hmm. I'm far older than a 10 year old, but I, I would, <laughs> as I would counsel a 10 year old to just keep this one going on repeat. As soon as that care jumps into your thoughts or into your heart, starts feeling heavy, 
you just hang on to this. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. Mm -hmm. And meditate on each of these words and think deeply about God's consolations cheering your soul. And just keep it going on repeat because cares will keep multiplying. Mm -hmm. I think it's the new American standard that says, uh, when my anxious thoughts multiply within me. Hmm. And I, I think of a virus multiplying yeah. Um, anxious thoughts multiplying like that. So it's not going to stop. Anxiety would probably keep coming, but you have to combat it over and over and over again, not just a, like a one-stop shop and then you're done, you're over it. But you have to commit that to memory and keep it going on in your mind. Yeah, this is not a take this pill and you're done. This is a regular right. regimen of good health. Yes. Spiritually. So sometimes, right, when we have those anxious thoughts, instead of letting God's care for us be our consolation and our, and our joy, we turn to other things, right? Maybe to turn down the effect of that care. Can you talk us through the kinds of things we should not do when we are faced with cares and anxious thoughts? Well, that's a great question. There's great value in speaking with others about the cares of your thoughts, the cares of your heart, when, especially when those are multiplying. It's great value to go to a trusted brother or sister in Christ, or if your child, go to your parents, someone whom you trust, and let them know, hey, I'm really struggling here. My anxious thoughts are multiplying, and I can't make them stop. Mm. Um, so that would be a good thing to do. The flip side of that is if you're only talking to the people you see about your cares, and then you just always do that, and you forget to, to sit in solitude mm. and wrestle with the Lord over these things. Gloria, thank you so much for pointing us to this verse. I feel like this is going to show up in my own life and in my family's life in weeks to come, so I'm so glad you did. Would you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us? Sure. Father, the world is full of so many fearful things, and we are fragile, weak, helpless creatures. God, we're totally dependent on you. Our hearts are prone to wander. God, I pray that when the cares of our hearts are many, would it be your consolations that draw us back to you, your consolations that ground us in truth, your consolations that give us the confidence and boldness that we need to live by faith in this world. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.